This episode of the podcast is brought to you by getting stuck in a nuclear reactor and gaining the superpower of being able to build Lego projects without using directions. That's impressive. <laughs> I get to touch people's lives with what I do. And it keeps me going and I love it. And I think if you give it a shot, you might love it too. Yes, chef. Now, should we have served that sandwich? No, chef. That's my son. Get back in there. We got some hungry people. He's ready to cook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that has a super hot wife, Sofia Vergara. I, I don't have that. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but she always plays like the hot wife. Well, yeah. She's always like Adam she's Sandler's really hot pretty. wife or like, you know. <laughs> or Modern Family's hot yeah, wife. It's always just, and it's always just like married to like some schlub. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually used the word schlub like ever. I think that you was know, the first time I've ever used that in a sentence. I use the word like on the fritz. On like the that fritz. fritz? Yeah, I used that seriously like uh, a few months back and I was like, oh, God, what am I becoming? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Frank. I'm Zach. And today we're doing Chef. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, why don't you tell us who's in it? Okay. So Chef came out in 2014. It was directed by John Favreau. 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 Uh, you have John Favreau playing Carl Casper, your main character. Uh, once again, Sofia Vergara, who plays Inez, his ex-wife. You have Scarlett Johansson in this, who plays Molly. You have John Leguizamo. <laughs> Linguini. <laughs> Liguiziamo, <laughs> who plays Martin. You have Dustin Hoffman in here, oh who boy. plays Riva. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., who plays Marvin. MJ Anthony, who plays Percy, Carl Casper's kid. And Oliver Platt, who plays uh, Ramsey. Kind of like the fucking catalyst for all of this. Yeah. You also have Bobby uh, Cannaval, who plays Tony. 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 I, I love him. <laughs> yeah, and this is just... Like a, a star-studded cast, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is a movie about a head chef who ends up quitting his restaurant, and he ends up buying like a food truck. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just starts running a food truck because he's more like trying to. He's not. He's at, He's in like a creative slump, basically. Mm-hmm. And Dustin Hoffman's character is like refuses to let him do anything creative. Who actually owns the restaurant, so he quits and he decides to start a food truck. And this is a very different movie than like what I normally would pick because I I kind of call this like a classic feel good movie. Yeah, this isn't like there aren't really any like major like conflicts that happen mm-hmm. in this film. It isn't anything that's like super deep and poetic. It's literally just a feel good movie. Yeah, there's not even like a lot to like break it down with. It's just literally like a movie that you watch and like you just see a a man. Not even so much about like cooking it's more of just like building that relationship between his son yeah definitely but there's a lot of food in this movie and it all looks incredible very good yeah (laughs) um and then i guess too like um so john was actually trained by um i forgot his name i think it was like roy show yeah like roy show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. roy show like an actual chef and the only agreement was that like if he teaches him how to actually cook yeah that he portrays like a real chef yeah and for a man who learned how to cook for this movie yeah amazing like it actually looks like he is like a full-blown chef yeah um so like i want to say that this movie might be perfectly paced like this might be like the quintessential like perfectly paced film like Mm -hmm. that you can like look at and be like like from the beginning like the music that starts it off 
and just the hands going and mm-hmm. like making all this food like it, it's re- it's very i would say that it's actually like really fast paced yeah and i think it needs to be for like a, a cooking film because like you are showcasing like okay this is how fast you need to like make everything and yeah. prep everything yeah and it also makes it like more i think kind of engaging mm-hmm. because like if you like slow down the cooking like there's a point like ratatouille does it really well where they kind of slow down the cooking a little bit mm-hmm. and they like really like incorporate the ingredients and they explain to you like how to do it but like if that's not done right like you can really make a cooking movie very boring and more of like lecture like than actually like in like just engaging Mm -hmm. and this movie like makes like a lot of like quick cuts very and like the music that 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 they pair with it is like goes so well Mm -hmm. that like it, it just makes it a lot more like fun and just engaging and then by the end of like a 30 second compo compo uh compilation you just have like a table filled with just all these different foods and like pairing sauces and everything that like goes with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like one of my favorite parts in it too. When like um when Tony like has to take over because there was the whole big thing of like Carl and Riva and um and Carl's just at home like actually making like the dishes that he wanted to yeah. make, and Tony's just sending out like the shit that they normally yeah. send out to the to the food critic. And it's like that was one of my favorite parts was just watching like the back and forth of like creativity versus like having to do what you're told to do. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that um, I think that like, you know, like I said, like there isn't there isn't any like major like conflict issues that like are like, oh, my God, like how is this character going to get out of this? But like there are like points like when when he is talking to Riva and they're having that argument about yeah. like I want to like you know we we've been serving these dishes for ten, like literally a decade yes. like 10 years and we have like a food critic coming that like has pretty much already reviewed this food mm-hmm. like he did this 8 years ago like wh- you know what are we going to do like next and Riva's just like no you're going to cook my fu- like the menu it's my restaurant at the end of the day and i thought that that was a really good back and forth of like showcasing like somebody who cares about food so much and treats it more like an art form Mm -hmm. versus somebody who owns a restaurant because they make money. Yeah. And Reva and Dustin Hoffman plays like a good like douchebag, like yeah. a good asshole. Well, he always kind of like did play like a good like yeah, Wall Street. I mean, the Fockers, like, man, he's you know, yeah, <laughs> but like he he always kind of was that like yuppie kind of like Wall Street guy yeah. that like could be an asshole, but like really good at portraying it. Yeah. Uh. So then, like them getting into like that back and forth, like you really kind of get that that sense of like you really understand like the the op like the polar opposites of like what they're what they're in this for because like he john favreau was like not wealthy at all like Mm -hmm. he's he's not he's not like being a chef to make a shit ton of money clearly yeah he's like i mean obviously like he you know you get into like the point where like him and his wife broke up and she took like half of like you know half of his money and all Mm -hmm. that and she seems to be living very lavishly (laughs) and he's Um, in like the shitty apartment apartment and whatnot but like at the end of the day like that like that stuff doesn't really bother him like at the end like what really like he doesn't really care about where he lives he just wants to make incredible food yeah and you can see that even from like when he has um percy over and he's making the grilled cheese and you see like the t- the care and yeah. like the the discipline to actually making like just fucking two pieces of bread yeah. butter and cheese like he actually is trying to make it look good mm-hmm. and you can see that with it um the only thing that i would probably say was like a little weird uh story wise 
was you have like this point in the beginning where it's like you know he's he's getting pissed off that um that ramsey like hates his food and like he's on twitter now and like he's trying to get back that was pretty funny right it was (laughs) very funny like back and forth with it um i wouldn't what do you say he's like i'd rather have you sit on my face than after you go for a long run than eat your lava cake (laughs) and it's like oh it's like why don't you come over here asshole i got a whole new menu for you (laughs) but like you have like this kind of build-up where it seemed like in the beginning that um that Carl was going to do more of like make his own menu and then bring it to him and be like, see, this is what I can fucking do asshole. Yeah. And then didn't just like blew up and kind of laid low for a while and then went to get the food truck. Yeah. To me, it just seemed like a weird, like obviously like it still connects because like it's all related to food, but it was like this weird disconnect of like high end, like artist food that he's trying to do. And then food truck. Yeah. Like, classic basic like stuff yeah um so it, it, it was a little weird because i was like expecting him to go more of like an artsy type of way mm-hmm. with the food truck yeah but I'm, i don't know like in a way i'm kind of glad he didn't because yeah. like then it can kind of get like like a little like a, like you know esoteric where it's just like well, it's also hard to do shit like that on a food truck because well, you're yeah, in yeah, yeah, small yeah. You're space not, you're not being able to like do all that like fancy that fancy stuff but like i don't know like obviously like by the end of the movie he ends up getting like his own brick and mortar store mm-hmm. or restaurant excuse me so like at the end of the day, like, he could start, like, being able to do whatever. Because, again, like, it goes back to, like, that feel-good movie where, like, what you're left with is, like, you're left with a character who ends up being able to do... He ends up, like, getting, you know, backed by the guy who fucking started the whole thing. Yeah. And then is left where it's, like, you can pretty much just do whatever you want as long as you're like still being creative. Mm-hmm. And he ends up getting his own restaurant, and like therefore you can kind of think like, okay, going forward, he's going to start exp- like we we've seen the types of experiments that he can do, yeah, and that he's willing to do. So you can kind of just be like, all right, obviously like that is going to be like what he's going to be doing at the actual brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I understand what you're saying, but like, if you, I feel like if you also like think about it, like just from that point, like you kind of see like. He, eventually he's going to get to that point where he is going to be doing like the more like creative stuff and not just like the basics but well, there's yeah. something really nice about the basics yeah there is and that's why it's like literally a, like a starting over point yeah and that's what i mean like it's more of just like in the middle of the film you're like whoa where did we get to here yeah but like at the end it all comes together but yeah, yeah like when once he goes to like miami with um with inez and percy and like you kind of get like that connection again yeah um, then it becomes like something real and the food truck kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, the whole back and forth too with Robert Downey Jr.'s character. That was weird. Super weird. And like, like unnecessary, like, but like also kind of funny. It, like, like, it was <laughs> really fun, like the back and forth of it, where he's like, he's just shaking his hand and he's like, she's two months pregnant. And I was like, oh, congratulations. Like, not mine. Uh, had uh, my, yeah. had my stuff tied like about eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> And it's like, do we really like, need this? Like when he when he makes him put on the booties, he's just like slipping around like yeah. on the floor. <laughs> like it's funny, but like yeah. also kind of unnecessary. Well, that's why I think it's just like if it was anybody else than Robert Downey Jr., I'd be like, oh, I fucking hate yeah. this. Um, but I also found out that John also directed uh, both Iron Men. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know. Um, yeah, John Favreau fucking like he literally started like what the Marvel Universe is today. And he yeah. also did like the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a big He deal. did the newest Lion King, like the yeah. live, air quote live action yeah, one. it's all just animated. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, he's like actually like a really like I don't know. He's he he started a lot of shit that mm-hmm. like I I don't think he gets like enough credit for, and uh, a lot of, I just don't think a lot of people realize. Yeah, and he's a funny guy. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. He's great. Um, one thing I really loved about this movie too was like, like the friend aspect, mm-hmm. like. With Martin? Just all the chefs, like, yeah. in the kitchen, like, the way that they talk to one another, like, Tony, too. Like, when they, when they, <laughs> when they are at the, uh, I think the it's, bar. like, well, no, no, when, well, yes, that, too. But, like, when they're in the uh, the kitchen and um, Carl, like, brings up, like, a bunch of stuff and, like, Tony's just over there. He's like, where the fuck did you get these juicy-ass tomatoes? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just, like, so funny. Yeah. I just love, like, the way that they just, like, you, it really, really feels like they're best friends. Yeah. Oh, he's got a food truck? What is he, selling tacos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just, like, shit talk to one another. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and, and obviously, like, Tony, like, at the bar, and he like he's like, yo, man, I'm sorry I was put on the spot there. <laughs> you know I'm a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're real fun. Yeah. Um, how did you feel? Because like they don't really like, like this movie doesn't deep dive too far into like his what like him and his ex wife mm-hmm. like too much. It's actually more like they have like a really good relationship with one another, and she really just like wants to help him. Yeah, I feel like I I didn't need that explanation of like why they broke up. I kind of figured it's just like like they kind of drifted apart from working too yeah. much. Um, and it was nice too. like my favorite thing about this film, I think, was the relationship growth of uh, Percy and Carl. Yeah, yeah, like you can really see like from the beginning, like the first five minutes, like when they're at the market, it's like, OK, they're cool with each other. But like he really has no time for him. Yeah. And come the point when like they're in Miami and they're spending a little bit more time and then they get the OK to go on like this road trip with the food truck. And you see like this real growth with Percy and Carl where they're actually like hanging out and they're talking and like they're bonding and that was like really cool that was like to me the most important part of the movie yeah right i like um i also really enjoyed that they didn't oh actually you know what was really funny in the movie when uh he's like he's like how could you want kettle corn or whatever no, yeah. it is he's like look at this <laughs> Have orange. A piece of fruit yeah look at this orange and you want kettle corn and then like two seconds later they're just both <laughs> stuffing their face with kettle corn yeah um but I really liked that they didn't go, like, too deep into, like, what's going on with, like, him and Molly. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been very unnecessary. Like, if they really tried to add, like, a love story aspect to this, again, yeah. you would have just, like, added, a, like, another element that would have been completely unnecessary. And, like, she's more of, like, a just, like, a, a friend. Yeah, like, a friend that he just talks to mm-hmm. and, like, needs to just, like, vent to. And obviously there's, like, a little bit of, like, sexual tension there. But, like, I'm glad that they don't actually, like, cross that, like, border of, like, and then you have to, like, you know, then they try to, like, add in another story element of, like, him dealing with her or whatever. Like, it's never, it never feels like an unnecessary plot point. Yeah, like, just cut it off right quick, like, after, like, making the food. Yeah. So, in that way, it's... doesn't lead to anything because then you have to like bring in where it's like okay where does she fit in like with the food truck thing and then like where does that leave with percy because he's trying to build the relationship with percy and now like there's another woman so like that's just gonna it it would be too much of a mess yeah on top of like trying to actually make this a fun movie right exactly and like that's i think where this movie excels is literally just like making it a fun movie Mm -hmm. i don't know exactly how i feel about like uh carl and and Inez getting like married again, like remarried. Yeah, I mean, like, kind of felt really like random and like kind of weird. Well, I mean, like you have where 
she's now working on the food truck and it's like oh cool like there's kind of like a family aspect yeah. to it again um and then of course like cut back afterwards and they're married again and it's like i guess they kind of worked it out because <laughs> literally you just had like the thing in um new orleans where it was like oh i he says i love you and it's like what i love you i love you too yeah right yeah. and it's like oh and then it's like, oh, okay, right, bye. Like, <laughs> bye. And it's like, I guess they still do have feelings for each other, which yeah. I mean, they they have a kid together, so obviously, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I get what you mean, where it kind of like just feels like a, a really quick like glance over of it, yeah. But you also kind of got like the idea that they were gonna have like some happy ending in the end too, yeah. Because like like I said, like they have a good relationship with one another. Like mm-hmm. they don't really like have like a oh I hate my ex wife and I hate my ex husband. Like he like the way that he like walks in and just like opens the fridge yeah. and like comes inside and then like and she really like the one thing that I do appreciate is that like you can tell that she really cares about him. Mm-hmm. Like there is a point where all she's trying to do, like her, the food truck is her idea actually. Mm-hmm. Like she's the one who's like I want you to do this. Like I think that you would be really good at this. And he's just like, no, no, no. And then eventually he obviously does it. But, like, her just trying to be, like, a supportive friend. Yeah. At that, you know, at that point. And then also trying to balance, like, also being like, hey, you also need to be a better father to your son because Mm -hmm. he fucking misses you. Uh, And also, I kind of miss you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. But I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, like what it, what it comes down to is just like the restaurant was killing him. Like mm-hmm. it ruined everything about his life, kind of right. Like it was like very toxic for him. He was spending all those hours at that restaurant cooking food that he wasn't really passionate about, and he was there all the time, which caused the relationship to uh, from his wife to go downhill, which then also in turn causes his relationship with his son to go down. And then after he finally left that toxic you know environment and actually started the food truck everything just started work going back into place and that's kind of like a life lesson yeah you know like something that i kind of think makes sense is like like in the beginning like like if you want to like quit your job Mm -hmm. like the idea of quitting is so hard yes because it's like you don't know what's gonna happen but then eventually like once you actually commit to quitting and pursuing, let's say, something that you're actually trying to do, usually, hopefully, everything mm-hmm. falls into place. And, and, and like, then you realize, like, how silly it was for you to stick at, like, stay at that job that you hated for so long just because you were scared to actually, like, leave. Yeah. Same thing with, like, relationships. Like, you know, not, like, being being in a relationship for, like, whatever, three years, four years, and then being, like, I'm not really happy here anymore. And then, but being, like, so afraid to actually, like, break mm-hmm. up with that person because... I've just been with them for so long. And then once you finally do it and then you look back at it, you're like, man, I can't believe I fucking waited four months or a year or whatever it may be to fucking break up with that person because I was scared to and I wasted all that time. Mm -hmm. And then you and then you look back at it and you're like, that was so dumb. Like, I just should have fucking left. Yeah. But it's like in that moment, you don't realize. And I think that's kind of like what's like the like the lesson from this movie is. Mm -hmm. And overall, I love this movie. I think it's good. I think it's perfectly paced. It's feel good. It's got like the, it's like the, there's parts of the movie that make me laugh. There's parts of the movies that make me a little sad. And then they come back and it's like, oh no, it's all right. And then you just like feel good. And that's really what this movie is for me is lit. It's strictly just a feel good film. Yeah. Like as a feel good film, I think this really sits at like eight and a half molten lava cakes out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking molten. (laughs) Um, That being said, uh, we kind of touched on it a little bit because uh, I wanted to recommend just kind of like John Quitting Favreau your job. in general. Well, just I wanted to like reference um, or I wanted to, you know, recommend mm-hmm. 
just John Favreau in general, because mm-hmm. like, like, like we were talking about, like he's done a lot of things, like literally starting the fucking Marvel universe that you, that you people know today. Uh, and it, you know, and all like, he actually made a TV show called chef, the TV show, oh, really? which is with him and Roy Choi. Hmm. And they go around and they talk to like Wolfgang Puck and, you know, and whatever. And they're just like, go around. And, and, and the, the cool thing about it is like, there's, you know, like one of my favorite, uh, like cooking slash like culture shows ever probably probably not one of my favorite probably my favorite is anthony bourdain's parts unknown yes um very cool show but like the the chef is cool because it's literally john favreau learning how to cook Mm -hmm. like he's not like he's not one of these guys that it's like you know i know how to cook i'm i'm already a very experienced chef I am now going to other experienced chefs and we are cooking together. It's like, no, no, no. All of these really high-end experienced chefs are actually teaching him and he's like asking questions. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of feels like a little bit more like relatable where you're like, I don't know what's going on. And the host of the TV show doesn't really know what's going on. So we're kind of all in this together and we're all just like learning and it makes it like a little bit more fun. Yeah. So um, I think it's on Netflix and it's literally called Chef the TV Show and it's okay. pretty much based off of the movie. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really, really cool. I know too, like uh, with John Favreau, like, it literally was the point where he was being taught the correct way to fold a towel, like as a chef. Oh, okay, yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh shit, like it's down to that detail. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's got badass tattoos. Like, yeah. fucking, <laughs> that's like what chefs are nowadays. Like, all chefs. Well, that's why too. I was looking at him. I was like, are these real? Because like, I don't think that they actually are. No, I don't think they are. <laughs> like, at least like the El Jefe on the knuckles isn't real. Like, he might have like the half sleeve on the arm. Yeah, and he might have like the California the giant bear. knife. I don't think he'd have this. <laughs> I think if anything, he has the California bear and like the half sleeve. Yeah. But like, he definitely doesn't have the knife or the LFA. <laughs> no, but uh, it's cool. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, I think, uh, I think chef is a really good, feel good film. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, pretty much everybody can enjoy it unless you're just, you know, you don't have Sad a heart all the time. Yeah. Unless you only like depressing movies. <laughs> um. So, and that's my recommendation. Zach, what are we doing next? Well, Frank, for our movie discussion, we are going to be doing, a very hard one. Um, it's going to be our top five favorite movie quotes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. I have. I have seventeen. I I started on it and I already have like a lot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had to cut back a lot. Um. All right. Cool. So look forward to that. Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Now, Frank, fuck Twitter. <laughs>